If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. And welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast live. (laughs) We are live on Instagram because lockdown won't stop us, Portslough crew. Where there's a will, there's a way. And we will make our content for you. We are committed to the crew. We really are. (laughs) And I just need to start off, we need to start off by saying a huge hello if anyone was here for bingo. For bingo. Oh my God. It was actually one of the best nights I've ever had. It was one of the best nights I've ever had. And we didn't leave our living rooms and we both wore wigs. (laughs) I felt like I'd been out. I felt like I'd had a full night out. <laughs> if you missed this, we are going to do it next week again. We're yeah. going to do it next Wednesday. So, bingo. I mean, it was just a triumph. From start to finish, Jules was Keith, the bingo assistant. I shan't be Keith now because Jules and Keith are never in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, honestly, it was phenomenal. So, if you missed it... Um, go to the Portslough Crew Facebook page um, because there's everything in there for how yes. to play bingo Wednesday and we would just love to have you. Prizes included a blast of Charlotte Church crazy chick. Which I didn't know about and I was here for. Yeah, <laughs> that was a little surprise. <laughs> to be honest, it was completely unplanned. I just had it to hand. So I thought <laughs> that's, a, that's so off-brand for us. <laughs> I know, yeah. To have Charlotte ready to go at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> so we did Charlotte. That was one of the prizes. Uh, and another prize, um, of course, was the fromage t-shirts. The Jules and Sarah fromage. Which t-shirts. you modelled 
like so well. You were really well. like a Dr. Water. It took me back to that time that I modeled that patchwork quilt for you. Who could forget? Who? <laughs> what an afternoon that was. Oh modeling God. a patchwork quilt in blistering heat wasted on bouvettes. And then, and then there we were, you in a wig, me as Keith modeling a fromage t-shirt. <laughs> It, it was a seamless, it was seamless, the whole thing. Oh my God, what <laughs> that afternoon. So that that was at June's charity do, just to explain it, just to put a bit of context. Yes, yes, that. paint the scene. That was June's um, charity afternoon. So it was in a marquee on June's lawn. It was so hot. It was one of the hottest days on record. And <laughs> I was doing the auction and one of the auction prizes was the patchwork quilt. Um, <laughs> what, what, what a time to be alive. <laughs> and to say to Jules to really bring it to life, decided to model it and take it around the tables. Sadly, it didn't fly, if you remember. No. The, the ladies who made that quilt were a little bit disappointed it didn't go for more. It got tense. I, yeah. thought, I thought my Moroccan Sultan modeling was perfect, but they were not not so much into no. that. No, they weren't sold, were they? They were. I mean, you couldn't <laughs> have done any more, darling. No one, no one could have done more that afternoon. <laughs> um, how are you this week? Do you know I am good, love. I'm good, and I'm very, very aware that um, I'm in a very privileged position. You and I both work from home, so we're kind of used to it. And I am really appreciating the slowing down of mm. everything. Now, I recognise that, you know, it's all, it's all very lovely for me and it's all very nice for me. And I know a lot of people are struggling and a lot of people aren't finding it as easy for a whole load of different reasons. But on the whole, I'm good. On the whole, I'm well. And I'm really, like, enjoying the connection. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I'm really loving doing, I'm really, really enjoying Instagram. I think it would be different if we didn't have such gorgeous people. If we didn't have the Portslough crew. Oh my gosh. If we just didn't have how gorgeous everybody is, then um, yeah. But on the whole, love, I mean, I've really upped my skincare. Uh, can I just say, I saw a comment when we first started on here and like even here, the last one's just come up from Colgate. Um, amazing screen name. You are, we're both looking glowing, but you're particularly glowing, hun. That's so good. I mean, I am set next to a window, which is serving me very Don't well. lie. You've, the backdrop for that is mirrors. You've just got them everywhere <laughs> reflecting the light. <laughs> I've got three ring lights surrounding me. John's hanging from the ceiling <laughs> to get the angle just right. <laughs> it's all a facade, Portaloo crew. She's lying. <laughs> it's not really me at all. <laughs> it's John. <laughs> Oh, love, but no, on the whole, on the whole, I'm good. You know, I think a lot of conversations are going on in our house around what are we going to eat next? Mm. That really never has your question of what are you having for tea been more relevant. Oh, I think we're all in this. And I was thinking today, I'm permanently doing the figure of eight. And I like the fact that really the I'm entire the world is doing the figure of eight. <laughs> <laughs> that, you're doing a doctor dot. That's what's happening <laughs> over there. <laughs> you're doing spirograph. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But what's been really making me laugh is, so you and I, I would say, because we work from home and we don't really speak to too many people on a day-to-day -day basis, I would say you and I have had already reached a level of crazy that I would say the world is just starting to reach. And so I think what's happened now is for people at home, we've moved up into a completely other realm of crazy. Like yeah. Dutch the other day was like, I don't know how you're coping with all of this. I was like, because I've been through everything that you're going through, I am in a completely other dimension. Like yeah. there was that amazing meme with the guy cheersing the glass going, cheers, cheers, cheers. <laughs> That's me. Like I really relate to him. I really relate yeah. to that man. Um, yeah. But what's been making me laugh is at, in our house, we're very lucky in London to have a little bit of outside space. And what splits our garden from next doors is a fence. Now you can't see into each other's garden, yeah. but we get on with our neighbor, Kate. Like we've actually, cast your mind back, we didn't get on too well, me and Kate, in the early days. Now, oh, we're best of friends. <laughs> but Kate has started Who's when, when we- do that? <laughs> when, um, whenever we go out into the garden, Kate's often outside. She's retired, she's got time to kill. Um, she is, enjoying the sun and she yells over the fence, hello boys. And it's like, it's reminded me of that show in the nineties, you know, Home Improvement, where the guy is like this to the fence. <laughs> yeah. I, <Seems> space. <laughs> I've started, and I've also started pretending that Kate has almost planted herself within our like clematis plants, within our bamboo, within the olive trees. Like Kate's really with us actually, neighbour Kate. <laughs> so when I go outside, it's like she's... they're talking, going, hi boys. <laughs> That's it, she's omnipresent. Kate's, <laughs> Kate's everywhere. <laughs> so if, if you're watching at home and you're thinking I'm crazy, no, no, I'm the one talking to an olive bush. <laughs> <laughs> Would you know, we've had, we've had a similar, a slightly similar experience. In that we, we feel like we've got housemates now. Mm. I just needed to show you this, right? I mean, because these, so John bought some potatoes, right? John went out and bought some potatoes. Great. Doing his bit. <laughs> he went and dug them up. But the thing is, we keep moving them around the kitchen because they're constantly in the way. <laughs> they haven't really got a home. Classic so potatoes. But look, I'm going to show you. Look at the size of John's spud. Oh my God. <laughs> it's as big face. as your face. It's literally as big as your face. <laughs> well, I would, I would place a bet they're not organic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're really potatoes. <laughs> I think that's just sweet. <laughs> you need to name them. You need to name them. Yeah, we do. Although that might make the cooking of the potatoes and the mashing somewhat you difficult. You're never meant to get too attached to your food, are you? No, <laughs> as you're as you're as you're as you're dropping Valerie in boiling water. <laughs> she would have loved this. <laughs> Honest, can you see though why I ha I can't find a home for them? No, God, no. There's no. I mean, you know. And I I imagine your biscuit barrels full. Oh rammed absolutely <laughs> rammed full completely that's it <laughs> so just put howard and hilda <laughs> oh that's good <laughs> there they are my friends <laughs> you see if you're working from home new levels of crazy you've got this Kids to come <laughs>
<laughs> talking to olive bushes and having potatoes as friends. That's where we are. <laughs> oh my God. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Now, shall we do some correspondence? Now, shall we? Because mm. we never get a chance to do this. Because, obviously, this is a podcast, which means you listen with your ears, but you don't see with your eyes. No. We thought we would take advantage of the fact that you can see us right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and show you a couple of the postcards that we've been sent, because... The P.O. box, it keeps running. It keeps running. It stops. I wonder if there's a backlog. <laughs> <laughs> so look, this has come in. Now, this is coming from lovely Tara. Tara, I think, has either drawn this on or coloured it in. Oh, that, how exquisite. Isn't that amazing? And she's called it, she's called this piece, Tales of COVID-19 number one. Oh, Tara, short, I feel like this is going to be your memoirs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's called A Short Story for Amusement. I'll listen for amusement. Hit, hit him. Devastated that Glastonbury was cancelled, Janice and Denise took it upon themselves to remedy the situation. Despite being isolated, they state they... Hang on, wait... They stole two mannequins from Topshop, discarded fabric from Laura Ashley, and took to the sherry with vigour. And what they interpreted are the Blitz spirit. It has now achieved on Facebook, live for ages, love Tara. So well, Tara I've not was, got a clue what's going on there. <laughs> so Tara was very drunk when she wrote this. Tara wrote that during bingo. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to point out that clearly I have not proofread this. <laughs> As you can see, Bolt's Loot Crew, our content is curated. So thank you for Tara, I think. Thank you. Thank you, Tara. We look forward now, to the next instalment. Well, so this is a card that's arrived. Uh, first class. Got class. Let's have a look. Ooh, I, I'm, I'm sure you've got your uh, envelope opening nice there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now this is 
tremendous. So, in fact, why am I describing it? You can see it. Look at that. That's a picture of a rhino. What's on top of it? It's got a little unicorn horn and it says, real unicorns have curves. Don't I know it, honey? A lot. Right. Oh, right. I'm glad you sat down. Now, this has come from Katie. Jules and Sarah, best northern accent, please. Yorkshire. All right, no problem. I've listened to the podcast for years and years, but I've never sent physical correspondence. But here it is. I've been having a bit of a wobble in all areas of life recently. Body image and work mainly, not to mention the news at the moment. Every morning on the way to work, I'm listening back to old podcast and wobble episodes so I don't have to listen to the news as it's making me quite anxious. Last week was better and I want to thank you both for always keeping it real. We all wobble. I have a job interview in a few weeks for a job I'd never imagined I'd get an interview for. Woo! So keep your fingers crossed. Sorry the card isn't chic, but I loved it and I hope you both do too. P.S. Hope you got the green and pink Topshop coat, Sarah. I didn't. She didn't. God knows, I've rung nearly every Topshop in the country after that coat. (laughs) She's been banned from Topshop. She's been barred. <laughs> she even tried getting a job at the warehouse. <laughs> There's girls that have been searching through stock rooms for me. <laughs> Thank you for always being the joy I need online. Lots of love always, Katie. What a perfect card. It's so gorgeous. That's what so nice. Absolutely perfect card. Katie, thank you so much. Would you like to know about the artist who drew the rhino? Yes, I would like to know, actually. That'd be Eleanor great. Stewart is a London-based illustrator with a luxury stationery and paper goods brand that launched in the summer of 2013. Every product is created using original illustrations from Eleanor with fun and character winding their way through every collection. We're proud to say that all our products are designed and manufactured in Britain. That's divine. Just to give Eleanor Stewart a little mention there. Katie, that is so gorgeous. We will, of course, give out the P.O. Box address at the end, okay? But only, of course, do post us anything if it is safe and appropriate to do so. Very, very important. Um, In the meantime, we're all over Instagram constantly. (laughs) (laughs) Consistently. We're here if you need us. It's all we're doing. I'm at this Sarah Powell. And I'm at Jules Von Hepp. And if you want to come and play bingo, it's where we're doing the live now, which is Jules and Sarah podcast. We've dusted it off. (laughs) 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 It's never seen so much action. It's probably like, what the hell's going on here? I thought I had an easy account to run. What do you mean? Oh my gosh, look. Sheila and Ken, I've been thinking of them. How are they getting on? Well, Sheila and Ken. Ken is up to his neck in Bird Weekly. He <laughs> messaged me the other day and was like, I can't tell if this is April Fool's news, but there's been some crane activity and sent me pictures of all these cranes. I was like, okay, you're losing the plot. And then anyway, did, you, um, did June do the clap for the NHS last night? So June did it, bear in mind. <laughs> no, no, wait, because both our parents live, not really with any neighbours around. So so Sheila said that she, she Sheila went to the front door and Ken went to the back and they both just clapped into oh, the abyss. That's so nice. <laughs> it's so lovely. 
<laughs> I was like, did you do it bang on eight? She was like, bang on six. She was like, yeah, yeah, I did. Or eight, whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> June did exactly the same thing. Just went and stood at the front. Bearing in mind, June's house is surrounded by four fields. And just stood <laughs> and dad filmed her doing it to give her an audience. <laughs> That's kind. <laughs> That's nice. Isn't it? That's sweet. <laughs> That's nice. But um, Sheila has, she's volunteered for the NHS. She's oh, doing her bit. Brilliant. That's and now, amazing. She's yet to find out which bit she's going to do, but she has like, suggest she's put forward which bit she wants. And I said, well, she said, after careful consideration, I decided not to go down the route of heavy, good vehicle driver. <laughs> I was like, no, I think that'd be best. I was like, the image of mum. Bear in mind, my own mother, and I love her so much, she can't parallel park a mini in a lorry space. Like, she's got no chance. Waitrose car park, she parks at the back and does the long walk forward. Sure. Sheila driving, imagine, be like, so this week, Sheila, we've put you on syringes. We need you to take this down to Cornwall. <laughs> Mum in a massive truck, like... <laughs> this vehicle is reversing. This vehicle is... <laughs> Pulling into the services. <laughs> I thought you said it was power steering. <laughs> she'll, have, she'll have biceps for days. She'll be doing presents. Also, Sheila in the in the um, in the service station with all the, the, the lorry drivers. Yeah. <laughs> I think, and you know how they decorate. The, I mean, I want to call it their cockpit. What's it called? Where the lorry? I know what you mean. That that bit. Yeah, the, yeah, the bit that they drive. They often <laughs> yeah. have like metallic tasseled rugs, don't they? There's some, there's tinsel at Christmas. Yeah, yeah, all of that with the sign <laughs> in the window. I can't <laughs> Sheila's would be. It would be quilted marl grey John Lewis, very neat, <laughs> very tidy, with a Palo Santo candle at the front. Yes. <laughs> On the road again. Bom, bom. <laughs> <laughs> she'd probably, she'd just have trucker's arm as well. <laughs> with a honk if you want to go faster. <laughs> also giving the whole like, yeah. The car's going fast. <laughs> <laughs> Until she got down the Cornish roads and then she'd be oh like, Whoa! That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She hasn't I mean she's never really put that HGV license to good use. No, and you know, oh. we did discuss at length if now was the time for it <laughs> to come forward, but after careful consideration we decided it should remain dormant for now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, how is June? Oh my gosh, so June, so yeah, June did the clapping last night in the <laughs> chalet out the front. Um, June has done very, very well because this week, June has mastered Zoom. That's right. Oh! June has, bearing in mind, this is the woman who, when she was bought a camera phone for the first time for Christmas, she cried and said, how could you do this to me? Because it was too advanced for her. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what happened on Christmas morning. Dad bought her an iPhone and she went, how could you do this? <laughs> so she's mastered Zoom. We had a lot of the inevitable, which I think a lot of people are having with their parents at the moment which is the inevitable, I can hear you, can you hear me? Can you see me? I can see you, but you can't see me. Can you hear me? 
<laughs> Mum does it and she goes, Ken, it's not working. It's like, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's it. What about now? What about now? What about now? <laughs> but the only thing is, when June's on Zoom, Ruby getting a bit gel. Ruby's getting a bit jealous of mum and the Zoom. She wants to be involved. She wants the attention. <laughs> that dog trainer didn't train for Zoom <laughs> etiquette, did he? <laughs> that, wasn't, that wasn't a module on his course. <laughs> video conferencing, they just didn't cover. <laughs> <laughs> so Ruby sees video conferencing, she's like, I've got no education on this. What, what am I this? doing? They're here, but they're not here. What do you mean? <laughs> Pause, just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I've got to tell you about this. So June, June needed a new face cream for dog walking. Right, so this is not... Say no more. This is not the very luxury, daytime, everyday face cream that she's going to use when she's come back and had a shower from dog walking. This is just something to slap on in the morning. <laughs> this, right. is, this is the first thing hydrate, just to get her out yeah. the door. This yeah, is this something is to, a... to oil up the, <laughs> oil up the cogs. That's it. <laughs> she bought this face cream from L'Oreal, right? And she said, <laughs> she said it was for that rosy glow, okay? <laughs> Unfortunately, what she didn't realise until she put it on, is that it is a literally a rosy glow <laughs> in that it's pink. And she said, you put it on and it makes your face go pink. She said she looked like a ham. Right? Are you sure it's not a liquid highlighter? I don't know what it is, but it's a moisturiser that has rose in it. But she said it makes your face look like a rose. It makes your face look rose. It's more it's more other dog walkers taking their social distancing, <laughs> looking at her going, well something's gone on with her. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in her isolation. <laughs> she was reading it to me. She's like, it's a rosy glow for mature skin, adds a dose of colour, imperial peony infusion. <laughs> Very confusing to all. Very confusing. She, she says she'll have to use it as a night cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fun for your dad. Oh, believe me, when June goes down on that silk pillow, <laughs> don't worry about it. Forget about it. It's over. <laughs> if you see silk pillow, if you see Rose, if you see her with volume, you stay back. Yeah, don't come near. Don't even talk to her, right? Oh, June, what a conundrum. I know, she's in a right mess. She's in an absolute pickle. And she said other people must be suffering the same. Listen, I got back from a run uh, the other day. And towards the end of my run, people were looking at me funny. And I was like, I mean, what the hell is going on here? My nighttime mask that I hadn't washed off had reacted with the salt in my sweat. And I'd formed like thick white lines of salt around here. I got back and I was like, <laughs> Oh no! Like, like the cracking. <laughs> I looked like I was cracking. It was shocking. <laughs> the salt pouring out of you. Do you oh. know what I love? Because and I've started doing it as well. We're all running. Like I don't know what it's like when you are. You look out the window. I mean, it's like a marathon. Every day there's runners going past. And my friend was like, "It's weird, isn't it? That everyone's just. It's almost like they've heard you've got to run. Everyone's like." 
oh, you can go out for a run. Or you go, oh, I need to, my run. I must start running. Everyone's just started, haven't they? Well, it's like, it's funny because I think it's too busy actually at the moment when running. So I now go at half six. I get up at half six and do that run then. Good Lord. I know, I know. I don't know who I am, but this morning I did it and I was like, this is absolutely the way forward for me. Good heavens. I you know. have to just, you have to run past people very quickly, but then people are so, like, people are darting out of the way of each other because of social distancing, like. <laughs> <laughs> I worry that my headphones are on too loud and people are like, oh my yeah. God, what is, I'm like, yes, I'm raving this morning, let's go. <laughs> the thing is though, occasionally, because it's happened to all of us, you do, for whatever reason, whether you're in a shop or you're walking past somebody, you, you do just have to sort of get past them. And I always turn away. I'm like, I'm not breathing on you. I'm looking at you, I'm just trying to get past very quickly. I do two dimensional, I go flat. Yeah. And go around like this. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, fancy a little bit of news from the North? Will we do a bit of news from the North? Let's! Uh, now this is actually uh, from theguardian.com. Oh, a national news. <clears throat> In times of crisis, turn to the nationals. Internet flowers, the perils of a thoughtful gift. <laughs> what, what should you do if your bouquet is delivered wilting or even dead? <laughs> Hell. Is this crucial news right now is this is this really you know the most important thing <laughs> it's it is a news from the past i will sure, i will confess sure. fine fine wilted dead bouquets or flowers that fail to turn up at all whether you're trying to wish someone a happy birthday or to cheer them up as they sit at home there's not much there's nothing much worse than discovering that your thoughtful gift was actually a bit crap june uh, had this sorry to interrupt don't be june, june had this they went to deliver them, knocked on the door. She, Nan didn't get there quick enough. They took them back to the depot. Mum said, what use? What use will they be in the depot? And you can't believe that they made it away that quickly with an eight-foot rose bush, but, you know, there you go. Oh, they were hot-footed. <laughs> Earlier this year, delivery firm, firm Yodel was forced to apologise after Mother's Day flowers from customers who ordered from Marks & Spencer, Moonpig, Waitrose and Interflora failed to arrive. Oh, that's it wasn't, appalling. It wasn't the only firm to come under fire. Floral delivery firm into Flora was lambasted on social media a year ago when Valentine's Day bouquets were never delivered, arrived dead or wilted, or customers complained that they looked completely different to the pictures online. Which they is got <laughs> I said... <laughs> they do always look better online, I'm just saying. Any bouquet I've ever ordered. I actually disagree because if a bouquet arrives, it arrives in that very, oh, you know how it is, run-of-the-mill flower arrangement. <laughs> I will rearrange the arrangement. <laughs> Give me that! <laughs> Honestly, oh. I, I've, been, I've done so many floral arrangement courses by accident, like they've just worked up my, I've, I've ended up on floral arrangement courses. There oh, is no one, there is no one who can organize a lilies and iris and hyacinths better than I can. No, I you want fillers, I'll fill that vase, no problem. <laughs> um, one of the problems for customers, at least with disappointing flowers is that the person who received them is unlikely to be the person who ordered or paid for them. So, so many problems are likely to go unreported. Well, this is from Valerie. She sent me dead flowers. 
Cross heard off the Christmas card list. Oh, these are appalling. <laughs> Having to tell someone that the gift they sent um, isn't up to much is tricky. Miriam Phillips, who lives in Dorchester. So can I just say, sorry, you would have no problem telling somebody if their gift wasn't up to scratch. <laughs> I'd send them a picture. I'd be like, I hope you didn't pay for this. What the hell is this? <laughs> Who do you think you are sending me this? Trash. <laughs> <laughs> Miriam Phillips, who lives in Dorchester, found herself in the position where she was sent some flowers. My mum ordered them for me from a large retailer. They arrived dead. Oh. I told mum and she complained and they sent us two new bouquets, one each. They were also dead. Oh, no. <laughs> real, real insult to injury there. <laughs> I found it really awkward telling my mum because I knew she'd be disappointed mm -hmm. and it was supposed to be a nice surprise. Yeah. The whole thing just ruined the gift, really. I now use a local florist who is actually amazing. Well, consumer lesson learned. Well, consumer campaigner Helen Dudney, author of How to Complain, the Essential Consumer Guide <laughs> to Getting <laughs> Refunds and Results. I bet she's a pain. <laughs> you don't want to have her anywhere in your life says you shouldn't feel bad about raising the issue. The trouble is, is that people don't like to accept the person sending the flowers. However, it is important you do because you don't want, you don't want your friend or relative wasting their money. Oh, I might get on with this woman, actually. You I do, always have the person- She does sound a bit of you. <laughs> I always have the, she sounds a bit Gillian McKeith to me. Yeah. I always have the person I've sent flowers to email me a photo of them once they've arrived. It then puts them, it puts in my court whether or whether not to complain. Sure. Yeah. I actually sometimes put that, if I'm sending flowers, I'll say to them, I'll put it on the card, if these, these are awful, shit. you must tell me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to dictate this message over the phone to the florist. <laughs> yeah, happy Mother's Day, Sheila. Love you to be. P.S. If these look like crap, let me know. <laughs> I once sent um, engagement flowers to a friend and I said, if these are anything like the funeral flowers in Sex in the City, you must tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if the flowers do not ever arrive, then you're entitled to a full refund, including delivery costs. If any damage takes place to your goods en route, it is still the responsibility of the retailer to sort this out. Judney says that from her own experience, you can ask for more than just a refund. She once complained about flowers she sent to her sister-in-law, which failed to turn up. The customer service representatives gave a full refund and asked if I would like a bouquet sent to the recipient or myself. I told her both, and I got them. <laughs> <laughs> so there you are. There you oh, are. Well, I mean, there's a lot to hear. I mean, <laughs> she is a bit of a hero, isn't she? Now, uh, to read my news from the north, I'm going to have to move the coaster. That's okay. I might well, eat a piece of toast that's still yes, here, and it's going you, cold. Oh, I didn't know. Right, I'm, going I'm to just doing it. my bit, darling. Just really <laughs> pushing You're through. You're a saint. <laughs> So my news has come from the Cheshire Live. And this is um, actually very topical because it's literally happening today. Chester Zoo hosting all day live virtual tour featuring all of your favorite animals. If you can't go to the zoo, they'll bring the zoo to you. Oh my God. <laughs> Many youngsters and adults will no doubt be desperately missing visiting Chester Zoo as the government orders everyone to self-isolate. It was my first thought, to be honest. Same. 
The zoo's animals are being well cared for and looked after by the keepers while the gates are closed. But these strange times we're living in mean there's no telling when the tourist attraction will be able to reopen to the public again. But if you're having withdrawal symptoms, don't worry. You'll still be able to catch up with your favourite animals because the zoo is hosting an all-day live virtual tour with hourly slots featuring a range of different animals. Oh my god, fun! I know! You can enter the virtual gates on Facebook from 10 o'clock on Friday, March the 26th. That's today! And for the first time ever, enjoy a whole day of animal antics live mm. from the sofa. Just some of the animals will be featured, featured will be the red pandas at 10 a.m., Rothschild's giraffes at 11, Asian elephants at midday, and butterflies at 1 p.m. Then you can catch the sun bears at 2 p.m., the Sumatran tigers at 2.30, the Humboldt penguins at 2.45, and the aquarium at 4 o'clock. That's the full day to spend with the animals, and though although it's possible the running order might be subject to some slight changes, zoo staff promise there will be more surprises throughout the day. Take a look at the zoo's Facebook page for details of how to tune in to the virtual tour. Can I just say that there is Portsaloo crew here that have been watching the zoo? Oh my god, amazing. Someone oh, says, um, the giraffes are amazing. I watched the giraffes today, and also, yeah, watching Chester Zoo this morning. Well, this is great. So the aquarium at four o'clock is just just a suggestion. Awful, terrifying. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> I'll wait for the pandas, thanks. Yeah, well, they were ten o'clock this morning, so you might have to go back. Damn. Anyway, that really is your business. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to play? Would you rather? Oh my gosh, yes. And actually, Portsloo Crew, I wouldn't mind if you played this with me below. I want mm. to know your suggestions. Perfect. So I've gone for another isolation special of Would You Rather. So the question is, would you rather, who would you, sorry, who would you rather be isolated with? You have the choice of Alan Carr, Alan Shearer, or Alan Sugar. Who would you rather be isolated in? Bearing in mind, we don't know when this lockdown's going to lift. <laughs> Alan Carr, very, very funny. Alan Shearer, football. Or Alan Sugar, you're fired. <laughs> um, no, now it, it is tough because all have the potential to be absolutely incredible options. Yeah. Um, Alan Carr is proving very popular here with uh, the Portsmouth crew. Uh, if you have listened to the podcast before, you will know there's a, a small bit of history uh, with myself and Alan Carr. So actually, I'm going to sign out of that one. Um, and also, I think we'd, we'd be trying to out-funny each other. You, like, oh, I'm yeah. the funny one. I'm <laughs> the one who brings Shut the up, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck off, Alan. <laughs> I told you this is my gag. Um, Alan Sugar... And now, as much as I love Alan Sugar, and I've actually um, always thought about Alan uh, Sugar reading me a bedtime story, that's something that's often... Yeah, I think he'd be really nice grandfather. I think he'd be really lovely and caring and kind. I think he'd actually need a lot of sleep. <laughs> I think he'd need a lot of sleep. I think he'd get a bit grumpy. I think he'd be like, where's my slippers? You know, yeah. all of that. Also, now, I imagine, I don't, know, I don't know about this, but he might fall into the vulnerable category, which means that you'd have to go and do all the shopping. 
well, no difference from my day to day. Now, Alan, Sh- what is Alan Sheeran? Sheeran. Alan Shearer, the footballer. The footballer. You know, can I have Invisibiz 1995? Pardon? Can I have Invisibiz 1995? Sure. Oh, come on, because he was fit. <laughs> like, at least then you could be locked down and be like, put the electric fire on and let's get down to it. <laughs> it's not hot enough in here. <laughs> oh, what's that? You need to remove another layer of ice from clothing. Perfect. So if you're purely, um, for purely selfish reasons, I shall be going with the footballer, Alan Shearer, and vis 1995. Oh, you're going with Alan Shearer? Yes. Oh, God, God, I didn't see that coming at all. I'm so sorry, <laughs> I just caught up. <laughs> yes, so very much so. 1995, Alan Shearer. What fun. What fun. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hot Crew. We adore you. We adore you for listening, as always. But we absolutely adore you. If you've been here with us live on Instagram today, or if you're watching, if you're listening back to it, it will be up for 24 hours. Okay? Yes, so we'll absolutely. One o'clock on Friday afternoon. So it'll be up for 24 hours if you want to go and watch it. And I will get it online as soon as I possibly can um, today. Um, but just, we love you. We love you so much. And so you- much. Having you means so much to us, especially during now, do you know? Especially during this time. It's really amazing. And we've got each other, and we've all got each other. Come into the Facebook group. If you're not in there already, the yeah, get Facebook group, come on in. Because that's a gorgeous place to be at the moment as um, well. And both you and I are doing lives every day, either on our own channels or on other channels. Just keep watching our stories, and we're just going to keep putting out loads of positive uplifting fun content and trust me sarah and i are going to be your warriors of feel good through this i promise yes yes um of course you can write to us if it's safe and appropriate to do so the address is the port salute crew hq p.o box six six seven four seven london nw5 9GH. And we do always finish, always, on Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What have you gone for? I've gone for an affirmation that's literally coming from the heart here. It's coming from the heart. Let's have it. Stay safe, stay positive, be kind, and always remember, wine can see you through. Absolutely. Um, after we recorded the podcast last week, I said to Jules, do you fancy, do you fancy a quick trip to Majestic? Thank God we Thank did. Thank God, that was one Thank of your God best suggestions. <laughs> oh my gosh, Portsmouth crew, we love you very much and we will see you next time. Bye. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.